Yo, 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 yo. Hey, there we go. Yo, what's going on? This is Kira the Don. <laughs> what's cracking, baby? How you feeling? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, what's going on, gang? How is uh, how is everything? How is everything? How's it sounding out there? Is it okay? Is it is it cool? Is it groovy? Is it joyful? It's Ask Akira. Yes, it is. Listen to this. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. All right, boom. It's it's, uh, it's Thursday. What up, eccentric naturalist? What up, Mr. Pickle? What up, Nick? Huh? What up? I want my id. What up, everybody? What up, everybody? It's Thursday. It's Ask Akira. I am Akira the Dawn. Akira. That one. Akira. Yes. What do we know about Akira the Dawn? Yes, he does. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. And uh, yeah, how is everybody? Where is everybody? Where are you? I am in Los Angeles. You probably know that. But if you do not, that's where I am. I am in downtown Los Angeles. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful city to be in. A beautiful, filthy, dystopian hellhole. Awash with sunshine and glory and the potential of greatness. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. Hey, what up? Shouts out to Banger. Yeah, where is everybody? Where are you all? Let me know where you are. I need to know where you are. Andre is in the Czech Republic. <laughs> Yo, I want my id is indeed in Banger. That is where I went to school. It's a beautiful shithole. Yes, it is a beautiful shithole. Shouts out to Leeds UK. We've got Leeds UK in the building. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, we've got New York in the building. Of, of course we do. Of course we do. We've got Houston in the building. Of course we do. Of course. Of course we do. What else we got going on? Church. Yes. Yes. Sweden up in this bitch. Amazing. Shouts out to Sweden all day long. Shouts out to Texas. We got Texas in the house. We got Wisconsin in the house. We got New Zealand in the house. Oh my gosh. We got Rhode Island in the house. We got Mexico. We got Arizona. We got New Jersey. We got Ottawa. Ottawa? Abergavenny. Abergavenny. Shouts out to Abergavenny. Oh my gosh. All day long. Yo, yo, uh, that's a beautiful thing. Um, Colorado, we got Colorado. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, India, Indiana. <laughs> yo, truly, this is an international stream. Truly, this is an international broadcast. Truly, it is time then for the international high five. The International High Five, a beautiful community building, uh, bonding exercise I, sh I shamelessly stole from Scott Adams. And uh, yeah, it's time for that. It's time for the International High Five, gang. We're going to high five the screen at the same time. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're not watching this on YouTube or Instagram, if you're listening to this on a, on a, on a, a podcast later on. We're on, uh, we're on Spotify now. We're on, uh, we're on everything, man. We're all over the place. And... Uh, 
Yeah, so it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what, where you're listening. It's time for the international high five. If you're walking down the street and not even watching this live, you can still high five the sky. All right, so it's time. Are you ready? Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Are you ready for the international high five? I think, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Five, four, three, two. Boom! Five. Four, let's do that again. I felt, I felt it was good, but you weren't looking at the elbow. Five, four, three, two. Boom! Yeah, international high five. Oh, my gosh. Bap, 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 holy cow, holy cow, that's what's up, that's what's up, shouts out to Grover Beach, California, yeah, shouts out, shouts out to everyone locked in, it's Thursday, it's Thursday, Donut1804 says you didn't pom 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 do 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 yeah, I don't do that, isn't it crazy, I don't have a theme tune, by the way, I am the wave lord, I'm the king of swing, I'm the king of this thing, and I don't have a, I don't have a theme tune, what the hell, we should have a regular theme tune, but what I do tend to do, you see, is I play some music at the beginning from uh, whatever's coming out tomorrow, because I'm always releasing music, every Friday at least, and but usually, uh, you know, multiple days a week, but certainly every Friday, uh, yeah, and uh, tomorrow, Source Wave Radio Volume 1 is dropping. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see a nice picture of the sleeve on the uh, top right corner of the screen. Source Wave Radio Volume 1. A collection of my lo-fi production, some of which you'll have heard before, and some of which you won't. Some of which you won't. It's got, uh, what has it got on it? It's got some classic stuff from uh, mixes from earlier this year that never got released independently or anything. It's got uh, my version of Over the Rainbow. It's got my version of um, When You Wish Upon a Star. Uh, it's also got some brand new stuff you haven't heard before as well. And it's just basically, it's like a beautiful 12-track collection of uh, Don Executed Don Executed Lo-Fi Music. So there you go, that's coming out tomorrow. It's dropping at midnight on Spotify. It's got a beautiful visual, and the visual will be premiering tomorrow on the YouTube channel. Uh, I think 1 p.m. we're gonna do tomorrow. I've been testing different times of day. Uh, this week we dropped three projects so far. Each one of them premiered at 9 a.m. I missed every single premiere because I was up until like six in the morning, sorry, five, four, five in the morning making things so then i i didn't make the premiere and it's what's the point of a premiere if i'm not there god damn it so we're gonna try a 1 p.m premiere yes we are tomorrow and uh yeah we can all hang out together and experience sourceway radio volume one and uh yeah yeah what someone was asking mexican jumping bean my friend was asking about vinyl people have been asking for vinyl and uh, like I said with vinyl, it's a case of when there's enough people. But somebody supplied me with some, some app of some kind that uh, you can kind of crowdsource and you, when it, enough people together, it'll make the vinyl. So yeah, we're going to do that. And uh, it probably makes sense to do Genesis first, but you like guys let me know what you want to hear. You guys let me know what you want to hear. Yes, 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 yes. Shouts out to everybody who's locked in early on the YouTube, by the way. You guys are G's and I appreciate you. Yes, you are. Shouts out to everyone locked in over on the Instagram. You guys are G's too. Yo, this is a community of G's, and today we are talking about how to stay focused. That's what we're going to be talking about. Or uh, we could have easily called that how to stop the world getting in the way of your destiny. Or ignoring other people's bullshit as a superpower. So we're going to be talking about that. But first, first, hyper-productivity update. As I mentioned, we have indeed had something every day this week on the channel, which has been beautiful. And it's been like a high standard of stuff. Uh, we had the Goldtron 4 album visual on Monday. There was a whole full-length beautiful visual I made for that, which uh, was the first thing I made on, um, on the new laptop. We have a brand new MacBook Pro that was donated to the Wave. 
by mysterious, mysterious uh, international philanthropist Cato Balboa. So thank you, Cato Balboa. Because what that's meant is now, like, previously the only computer I had that had any kind of power was in the studio. So if I wasn't in the studio, I could barely do anything. It means now I can do some quite high-level stuff in the crib. So I made that visual in the crib. And I made uh, this What's Wave Argarian Society video in the crib as well. And that was like a full video comprised of, like, like lots of stuff. And uh, also the new JBP Wave uh, visual, the penultimate visual from the JBP Wave Genesis album that dropped on Wednesday. And that was also done in the crib. I think I did that when I got in from the club or something. Like, so yeah, I'm, basically I'm able to work more hours now. I'm able to be more productive. So shouts out to uh, you. Thanks to everyone on the Patreon. Um, all Patreon money is going into upgrading the studio and making me more productive. Uh, to last night I took receipt of a new internal hard drive which should help speed up the machine in the studio so in, in productivity should just keep cranking up we should just be doing more and more cool things so that's really exciting so thanks to everyone on the Patreon if you're not on the Patreon join the Patreon cure that on Patreon and uh, join the Discord if you're not on the Discord that's the community that's where we all hang out it's a beautiful place and uh, yeah so yeah also uh, come to a show uh, people have been coming out to my DJ sets, which is really cool. It's very nice to see people in Meaning Wave hoodies show up at your club DJ sets. And uh, here's the thing. People have been like, oh, you should play. Are you going to play Meaning Wave during your club gigs? I've been working on a, on a way of starting to do that. Because it's like currently I'm playing these clubs and like they want to hear like club music, right? So if I just suddenly start playing like jbp wave most people would be like what the fuck but i've been working on ways of sneaking in but here's the other thing the more of you guys that come out to these shows the more i can do in that regard and i'm kind of excited because we're starting to get to the point looking at the numbers and stuff it's starting to get close to the point where there's going to be enough of you guys to start doing meaning wave shows to start doing to start thinking about a meaning wave tour doing full-blown Meaning Wave shows, full-blown audio-visual Meaning Wave experiences. I'll be, like, performing in the middle of a giant Meaning Wave logo, all, like, lit up. It's going to be sick. So, yeah. And, of course, all this is, you know, basically this is dependent on you guys. So the more of you guys there are, the more people you convert to, uh, to the Wave, the more people you introduce to the Wave, the uh, sooner this is going to happen. The sooner we'll have our Meaning Fest. The sooner we'll have our Meaning Rave. All right, I and mean, it's definitely starting to come to that. There was like, uh, I don't know, I think, what was it? A couple of dozen or something, like 20 odd Meaning Wave people out at the club last weekend. Like, um, and yeah, just there's just gonna be more and more of this. One of the guys who I work with, one of the bartenders went to uh, Politicon and he saw multiple people in Meaning Wave outfits, Meaning Wave shirts and hats. He said it was a really beautiful thing. He like met one like, there was one, there was a bunch of Meaning Wave guys and they kind of like all saw each other and recognized each other. And one of them was a full-blown Trump guy and one was a full-blown like leftist guy, but they were united by Meaning Wave shirts and had hung out and became friends or something. So that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. So uh, yeah, I'm very excited about the future and where we're going. I'm very excited. Very excited about the next major album. Very excited about the album after that. Very excited about the album after that. I made six tracks yesterday in the house just in the afternoon and uh yeah productivity ramping the hell up so yeah that's what's up with that this and uh yeah boom 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 
Uh, in cultural news, before we get into our main topic, uh, I would just like to announce, well, first off, I'd like to thank Multiverse Media Space for the super chat. And uh, yeah, we'll be reading out super chats after the main topic. So if you've got anything you really, really want to be answered, uh, leave that as a super chat is the smartest way because I will definitely answer that. But yes, yes. Uh, cultural, cultural news. Uh, after many, many, many years of abuse, and you know, I've been talking about this for a while, I often say that on my deathbed, I will not regret the weeks I spent playing Vice City when I should have been at work. I will not regret any of the time I've spent in Red Dead Redemption. Oh my god, that game is getting so deep. Like yesterday, uh, I basically came across a slaver. And he was all—he was in a bad way, you know. His life was ruined now. He didn't have a job because slavery had been abolished. And he couldn't be a slaver anymore. And like, he was a, he was a pathetic figure. So I was um, I thought I would just leave him to suffer. And then I thought, I don't want this guy to suffer. So I shot him in the head. And he fell into his own campfire and set alight. And he was, it was fucking deep. And I just couldn't speak. And, like, my tummy went a bit weird. Like, this game is an incredible artwork. It's absolutely incredible artwork. It might be humanity's finest achievement. But anyway, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there is The Walking Dead. And I'm definitely going to regret all the time I spent watching The Walking Dead. Definitely am. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, officially, uh, my wife and I watched the most recent episode... And we're done. We're officially done. We're officially done. We're not going to carry on. We cannot carry on. Uh, the shark, the metaphorical shark got jumped a long time ago. And now we're just like leaping over like cartoon frogs. I don't know. It's just bad. It's just so bad. Their latest thing is so, so insulting. So insulting. They took car. The whole point of the story, right? It's like it's a father and his son. And it's about the insane lengths, just the infinite lengths a father will go to to protect his son. And to, no matter what, like the world has gone to hell. And this guy, for his son, rebuilds society. All for his son. That's the whole point of the story. And they killed his son. And now they've handed his son's story to uh, his old friend's daughter who's a character who isn't a character who's been a baby for the whole show she was a baby for like eight years and then she suddenly like grew a couple of years in the last six weeks and then they've time jumped and now she's basically got carl's story this person we don't know so therefore this undeserving character has just been given it's it's just offensive it's just it's it's destroyed the whole story it's gross it's creepy it's weird it's stupid she looks stupid what was it my wife sent me like a picture of uh, that cowboy girl from Toy Story she looks like that so like the lead in The Walking Dead is now a six year old like girl cowboy toy oh, it's, it's moronic absolutely moronic so anyway we're done we're done Journal 1804 says the son was kind of an annoying teenager yeah I mean you know there was a lot of talk about him being an annoying the act or his portrayal being annoying or whatever I don't know they could have fixed that that could have been fixed. The point is they've thrown away the whole story and said, all right, we'll have, we'll tack this new one on. So I don't know, maybe if you, you never watched it before, you start watching now, it could be in some way entertaining or something, but uh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, baby. I'm done. Done. R.I.P. Carl. Uh, Rick has been spun off into his own three movie series. Uh, I might watch that. Like, I like the, the that's the thing, right? They've fast-forwarded seven years into the future. The trailer for it, 
they're still running around in the same fucking woods. It's all like, oh, different characters. All new this, all new world, same fucking woods. You've been running around the same woods for fucking seven, eight years, nine years, whatever it is now. If you've, they've jumped forward seven years. Like the show's in show time. It's been a couple of years. It would appear they've learned nothing. They're still wandering around in the woods, killing zombies, which somehow haven't just like uh, disintegrated. It's moronic. I don't want to watch a show about morons. I don't want to show, watch a show about morons who failed to advance society in any meaningful way in seven years and are ruled by a seven-year-old cowgirl. It's ridiculous. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. R.I.P. The Walking Dead. R.I.P. Me wasting my time. Hate watching The Walking Dead. And uh, yeah, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Swamp, just on that, Swamp Ghost on YouTube says, you can't expect an audience to transfer the emotional attachment they've built over years for another character just to make things new. It's not good writing. It's not good writing. It's just annoying. It's insulting. It's stupid. Ugh. 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 Death. Before we jump in, let's, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Iron Firehose says, lol, glad I never watched it. Tom Wonderlin says, RIP, Glenn. Yeah, R.I.P. Glenn. Oh my god, and there was this scene in the new episode where, like, they turned Negan into an absolute moron. Like a weeping moron. And uh, they turned Michonne into a moron who would, like, go and open up a cage with a f deadly psychopath in it. No, I'm sorry, not Michonne. Um, Thingy Bob. Herschel's daughter. Everyone's a moron in this show. Everyone's an absolute moron. I can't deal with it. Anyway, so there you go. There's the cultural update. So... So, so, we have a topic today. We're topic-focused we're topic show these days. It's, it's a good way to be. And uh, speaking of focus, that's the focus of our show. The focus of our show is how to stay focused. And we could have called it how to stop the world getting in the way of your destiny. And we also could have called it ignoring other people's bullshit is a superpower because it is. It is, ladies and gentlemen, it is. Ignoring other people's bullshit is a major superpower. And if you are on the path, and if you're trying to do something useful with your life, if you're trying to, you know, be the best version of yourself so that you may positively impact the world, the galaxy, and the future of humanity, uh, you need to be not being distracted. And the world is going to throw a lot of distractions at you. Yes, it is. Yes, it bloody is. Oh, my God. And uh, you can break this down into three sections, I believe. And it's a good way of doing things in general, is break things down and break things down further. And uh, the three sections, I would say, are the digital world. The digital world, which is as big and as important as the so-called real world. And uh, so there's that. Uh, there is your immediate world. That is your friends, your family. And there is society. There is society. I always say, we live in a society. And uh, it's important to bear that in mind. We are living in a society. Yes, we are. And, uh, you know, you have to bear that in mind. Anyway, so the digital world, and just as in the real world, the so-called real world, I moved to California, right? One of the reasons I moved to California is you have an immediate advantage uh, of waking up and it's kind of a beautiful day. You just feel good. You just feel good when it's a beautiful day. It's a cheat. You know, it's a cheat because really you want to be able to feel good no matter what's going on outside your window. You want to be able to wake up in the middle of an absolute 
like thunderstorm in the middle of acid rain in the middle of a plague of locusts and frogs falling out the sky and not even happy frogs just like really vindictive frogs armed frogs and you should still be like cool right you should still be like a fonz you should be a groovy fonz right but uh yeah like waking up and it's sunny that's a cheat and i did that i moved to california and uh you know the internet the internet can be like that way you know if you just wake up you pick up your phone you look at the news that's like deliberately making a shitty day that's like deliberately sticking your head in an unflushed toilet that's like waking up and sticking your head in an unflushed public urinal and an unflushed no no an unflushed public toilet no urinal that's what that's doing it's stupid things to do to be honest you know you don't have to do it similarly just like looking at a twitter feed same thing doesn't matter. In fact, it doesn't matter how well manicured your Twitter feed. And we spoke about this last week. It's important to keep a well, well manicured social media feed because social media can either be like uh, a t- like a tyrant. It can be a tyrant. It can be like a vindictive stepmother or a angry, like rageful, despotic father or something. Or it can be like uh the wise like the wise figure the wise big brother basically i mean anyway and it's your choice because you can choose who you're following you have no you do not have to follow your annoying auntie you do not have to follow back anyone you don't have to follow back anyone. Your social media feeds should be very, very carefully curated to be things that inspire you, make you the best version of yourself. That's what it is, right? Your social media feed can be like that friend who's always trying to get to get trying to get you to go down the pub when you've got shit to do. Or your social media feed can be like the why it can be Mr. Miyagi. You know? So that that's up to you and you can make your social media Mr. Miyagi. You can totally do that. You can install shit on your phone so that like you don't go to websites to cause your brain to rot. You can uh you know, you have complete control over all of this. Yes, you do. However. 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 James Atkins says, "I do that. I look at the news first thing and I wish I didn't. I bet you do. I bet you do. So quit that." quit that i quit that and my life is way better yeah i did used to do that my life is way better now here's the thing though you can have the most carefully curated social media feed but darkness will still slip in because a smart person that you follow still might retweet some dumb shit or you're still going to know about it right you're still going to be aware of the darkness of the world there is darkness in the world and i said before you know it's it is important to uh be aware of vaguely of what's going on i don't think you should uh read newspapers and I don't think you should watch cable news unless it's like part of your job or whatever, or unless it's some kind of experimental thing. But you shouldn't do it with any kind of major regularity. But it's good to know the vague temperature of the country you live in. It's good to be connected to the zeitgeist. It's good to be aware of what's going on in the culture that you're a part of. That is, you know, that is helpful. But like, you don't want to be so immersed in it that it that it seeps into your soul, right? Because you don't want cancer. You don't want soul cancer, you don't want mind cancer, you don't want mind aids, you don't want any of these things. And these things, you can contract them from trending topics, you can contract them from retweets, you've got to be careful. Alright? But here's the thing, like I said, you can't fully remove these influences from your life. They're going to come in. You're going to step outside the house and see a TV screen and it's going to have CNN on it. Alright? Like, that shit's going to happen. 
So what you need to be able to do, and this is like a training thing, is you need to be able to see this stuff and it not affect you. And this is like a this is like a muscle thing, right? I've spoken about this before on various things like the idea muscle and if you don't use it, it atrophies. There is the muscle of not allowing other people's bullshit to affect you in any way emotionally, right? So it's like it's like you could dunk your head. It's like you could take your phone and stick your phone in uh in the toilet and pull it out and if you've got one of these new phones your phone's actually going to be okay and it doesn't break it's fortified in such a fashion that it can go in there and not let that stuff in and you've got to be that way you've got to get yourself that strong and like it's, it's hard to do but it's doable i've taught myself to do it it's doable it used to be that i would go on uh social media and if i'd see something it could really affect my mood and make me angry and pissed off and i'd think about it and stuff and like but now it doesn't. Now I've trained myself for it to, it to not happen. Uh, this morning, something was posted across my vision about um, a, a news a news anchor or a talk show anchor or whatever you want to call it. It's like wife being assaulted because of uh, by ideologically ideologically possessed NPC weirdos, and uh, that could have really like bummed out my day. But it did not bum out my day because I did not allow it to affect me emotionally. I'm aware these things happen. Bad things happen all the time. You cannot allow bad things happening to distract you from the path you're on because then you will be less effective. You will be less effective in your work and you're here to do work, right? When you wake up in the morning, it's like you're here. What are you here for? Are you here to like cozy around in bed or are you here to do the great work of being the human that is you? It's obviously the latter, so that's what you need to do. And you need, so you can't be being distracted by any of this shit. There's so much shit that can distract you. There's horrible stuff happening everywhere, right? You could spend your whole day just being upset about horrible shit happening everywhere. There's, there's this trend these days of people on social media when there's a disaster. If it's in the West, people are like, oh, well, you don't care that some stuff happened in India or da 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 da. Uh. It's like, yo, there's horrible things happening every day somewhere. Do you want to spend your life? worrying about horrible things or do you want to spend your life coming up with uh like ways of making the world better you can't do both you can't just immerse yourself in the horror of life because then then you can't be useful you should be aware that there is horror in life and then think about ways to make make the world better less horrible right so uh i think of twin twitter in that way as like kind of a mental dojo you basically kind of build up resistance to other people's shit. If, you, if you're doing it properly, you just train yourself. Do not jump into arguments unnecessarily. There's always beef on social media. You don't need to jump in there and get involved in it. Is it going to help? Are you going to change anyone's mind? Is your life going to be better? Is that the best use of your time? I don't think it is. It pretty much usually isn't. Unless you're actively trying to like weaponize or monetize, like say, you know, one side of the argument, it's probably not useful you jumping in there. You don't change minds by shouting at people on social media. You change minds by, uh, by being a living example of that which you wish to embody. That's the best way of changing minds for the most part. So that's what you should be doing. And uh, as Eccentric Naturalist just pointed out, the, you know, there is a tendency on social media to speak in such a way that you would not in real life. People say way nastier things online than, because it's easy. There's no repercussions. Like you walk into a pub, you walk into a bar and start talking to like your average, say, Trump supporter the way you would speak to them online if you don't like them. Like 
it's not going to go down well for you. It's not going to last long. That's why the, the only people who engage in that in the real world tend to like wear masks and carry weapons, right? Because you know people ain't about their life. You will get you will get punched right upside your Birmingham head. Whoop! You will, you will. You will get a slap and you won't like it. But like on the internet, people are like, uh -huh -huh, and they're running around saying all sorts of horrible things. If you have a click, like any kind of public figure these days drops a tweet like the whole replies is just people saying dark horrible foul shit that they would never say in real life i don't know how long this is going to go on for but that's what's going on now so you just have to like just don't engage with that shit it's not helpful it's not helpful you've got shit to do right you're on the path you've got stuff to do you do not need to be distracted by this foolishness all right so that's it this is superpower right not getting involved in other people's shit is superpower and it's a, and a real good way of like training yourself is online on something like twitter if you can go on there and like see all this shit and then not allow it to affect you emotionally and to be able to carry on doing what you were going to do and you can do that every day that's dope some people would say oh that's that you're numbing yourself to the horror of the world no you're not you're making yourself more able to withstand the horrors of the world of which there are many and they're way more than you've been exposed to at this point because you're living in a fucking beautiful bubble. You're living at the peak of recorded human civilization. Less bad things have happened to you than happened to your grandfather. Most likely. Hi. Always ask yourself this question. Does this directly affect me? Can I control it? If not, move on. That's it. And then, then it's just way easier to exist in the world and it's way easier to be useful and to go out there and do the useful shit that you need to be doing alright like um, you know had Einstein spent his time getting embroiled in Twitter beef with ideologically possessed weirdos from either side of the spectrum where would we be all right. We need the greatest minds of our generation to be focusing on what they're supposed to be doing. All right. Whatever it is that you're good at, you need to be being the best at that. And you cannot be the best at that if you're emotionally fucked all day because you're freaking out in fight in fight or flight mode because of like some drama on Twitter or the news. Every day it's drama on Twitter in the news. Like this fucking recent American election. It's like this is the most important election of our generation. No, it isn't. It's not. They're like, this is the most important election of all time. They literally say that every time there's an election. I've been alive long enough to know that by this point. I don't know. These other people who say that, they go on TV and they go on it in the Twitter and they say that with a straight face. Either they're lying to you, right? Either they're lying to your face or they can't remember what happened two years ago and two years before that, all right? So people like that, you don't want to be listening to people like that because either they're lying or they're stupid, or they're brain damaged in some shape or form. So like, you, you gotta stay away from that shit. Yo, 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 yo. Derna1804 says Einstein was beeping, beefing with Oppenheimer pretty hard, wasn't he? Well, I would say that's probably in the nemesis category. See, uh, Eric Weinstein, intellectual dark wave, nemesis. A recent wave about the subject of how useful having a nemesis can be. That's very different. Like getting caught up in every fucking drama that like is presented to you every day on Twitter or in the news or whatever. That's very, very different to having uh, a respectful battle of the minds with your intellectual equal. And that's a good thing to do. Joe Rogan would know, know that if he'd uh, actually listened to Eric Weinstein rather than uh, talking about mosquitoes when it was presented to him on his podcast. However, had he not spoke about mosquitoes, we wouldn't know... Uh, 
Eric, uh, Joe Rogan's amazing uh, mosquito repellent trick, which we now know, and we need this here in California because there's a new breed of super, super lethal mosquitoes terrorizing California right now. It's terrorizing us over here. It's deep out here. Like these things, like uh, they can breed in a thimble of water. They can breed in a bottle cap. Breed in a bottle cap, right? And they are hungry. They are hungry. They're eating us alive out here. So shouts out to Joe Rogan talking over Eric Weinstein and. Uh, bringing the useful anti-mosquito science to light recently. Anyway, that was a complete deviation from what I was talking to, talking about. And this is what I'm saying, right? We need to stay focused here and not <laughs> get distracted by things. For example, your immediate circle, right? Uh, friends, friends, family. These, this, this area of the world is your, your immediate world. It's awash with potential distraction from the path. Your family, they will try and distract you from the path. They will. They will. As Dr. Peterson spoke about, when you start cleaning the room in your house, people with messy rooms won't like this. They'll be like, what the hell are you doing cleaning up your room? What the hell are you doing? And this applies in everything, trying to better yourself. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are switching off trending topics on Twitter and switching it to Japan so your trending topic column is just full of Japanese emojis? How dare you? I'm caught up in the news cycle and I'm angry about it and you should be too. I, I've very, I've literally had this in the past week. I've had multiple members of my direct family kind of passive, ag passively, aggressively, sort of um, tweet at me about things I've tweeted, positive things. I tweeted something about how uh, when you like think something negative about someone else, like usually you can apply that to yourself. If you look real deep, you can go, oh, actually, it's me. Now, I've really found that to be true. A couple of members of my family who, who I would say are quite ideologically uh, inclined, shall we say, rather than possessed, because that's nicer. But uh, they took this very negatively. I noticed everyone who took that tweet negatively are people who think they're goody-goodies. They're people who think they're on the goody-goody side of the political sphere. So therefore, the idea that perhaps uh, the enemies they think they have may contain attributes that they, they have, that they don't like that. So they were, they were all passive-aggressively narky at me on Twitter. And, um, you know, in the past, in the past, years ago, before I was uh, less disciplined, that shit would have bugged me, it would have upset me, it would have fouled my mood. Didn't affect me, doobie doobie doobie. I kept it moving. I was like, yo, well, that makes sense that you would feel that way. And love to you. Uh, I replied to them and said, you know, that's groovy. If you have any issues, you have my personal details, please call me or email me. You can do that and we'll talk. Yeah, and that was it. Kept it moving. Boom, boom, boom. Yo, no, no emotional drain or upset. Shit like that would have really fucked with me in the past. Not now, not now, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You're not required to, like I said, you're not required to follow people back. You're not required to follow people on Instagram who, who they might be your friends, but their Instagram posts bum you out, distract you. You're not required. You could keep an Instagram feed that's just inspirational dope shit to keep you being the best version of yourself. And if you want to stay in touch with your friends, you can fucking text them or phone them. Phone them. Or, 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 or you know, uh, go do something useful with them like uh, karate. You know what I mean? And if you've got the kind of friends who are like trying to get you to go at the pub all the time, if you're like trying to not drink and they're trying to get you to go to the pub or you're trying to get the work done and they're trying to get you to like whatever do engage with their stupid bullshit and that like but you're worried about losing these friends don't be worried about losing these friends these are not the friends you need if you're really trying to be the best version of yourself and therefore affect humanity in the best way and be a useful bad motherfucker maybe you don't need these sons of bitches maybe they're going to be holding you back 
all right? Maybe the best thing you can do for them is be the best version of yourself, not go to pub with them. So they're like, holy shit, homie there, like he really made something of his life. Maybe I should too. And if they're the sort of people who are just going to hate on you and be bitter, that's cool. You don't need that energy around you. And, uh, you know, they don't need you. All right. So keep it fucking moving. Keep it moving. You like you want the people around you to like share your values, ideally, like and to share your commitment to being a bad motherfucker. You want them to be supportive of you being a bad motherfucker. Those are the sorts of people you need in your life. That's the sort of friends and family you need in your life. Now, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. They say that's true, but you can choose to like not engage with family members who are actively fucking with your shit. And if they, if they don't, you know, if they're not dying or whatever right now, then maybe you don't need to be engaged, like, all up in their world or letting them all up in your world. Maybe you don't, right? Uh, here's a thing that I was walking to the studio one day and uh, this guy, like a fucking nine foot giant black guy came running up at me. He was like, yo, and, uh, you know, you, you might be in downtown Los Angeles down a side street. Uh, that might be disconcerting, but like, I'm not, I wasn't disconcerted because I don't get that disconcerted. <laughs> Maybe I should, but I was like, hey, yo, what's up? And he was like, basically, he was like, oh, you, can you, have you got any money or whatever? I've just got out of jail. I was like, well, I'll buy, I'll buy you breakfast. How about that? So he's like, okay. So uh, I took him to uh, like a Mexican place to buy him a burrito. And he was telling me basically he just got out of jail and he'd been in jail and uh, he like shot someone or something. And he's telling me all his, his life story and it's real sad and he didn't have a father and his mom was a crack dealer or something. And like, you know, his whole neighborhood is just like crime and horror and this, that and the other. But he has all these dreams and he loves like writing and he loves movies and he loves like uh, art or whatever. And I was like. And he's like, but I'm out of jail now. And what's going to happen is I'm going to go back to the hood and I'm going to get caught up in some drama and I'm just going to go back to jail again. I'm like, well, yo, you could like not go back to the hood. You could go somewhere else. Go live somewhere else. Like, you know, you're, you're a bad motherfucker. You could go somewhere else and you could find some way of being and supporting yourself and growing and expanding that doesn't involve like hanging out with the homies you grew up with who are like idiots. And uh, he's like, no, I can't. I'm not. I can't. It's my hood. It's my people. That's where I have to go. And we we spoke for about an hour, and I let him do most of the talking, but the and with the occasional sort of suggestion that maybe he had power over his own self to escape the trap that he was in. But he just wouldn't have that at all. He said he was doomed, and that was his life. That's fucked. It. That's some harsh shit, man. That's the mentality a lot of people have. Like a lot of people think that like I'm just this, and I can't not be that. It's a, tr it's a trick of society and it's a trick that's perpetrated by by your immediate world, your immediate family and friends, but society at large does this. Uh, there's a thing in the, that we have in the UK called tall poppy syndrome, which is attached to the class structure of all of society. So if you try and get above your station, if you try and, uh, you know, if you're like... If you're a working class person, you go try to do some non-working class shit, they'll mock you, they'll shun you, they'll like on your side right where you're from they'll be like who do you think you are who do you think you are how dare you how dare you try and get out of out of the hole in which you were destined to be and uh on the other side like people in the, in the higher class will be like oh what's this prol doing trying to get up here we should stop stop this dirty motherfucker from getting near us so like society has this whole thing stuck into it but like you have to just ignore that ignore that 
ignore that completely and you can get past that you can completely get past that kanye said something so smart recently when that whole trump thing was going he was in the oval office and someone said oh but what about like uh you know people say he's racist and this that and the other and kanye's like what i'm gonna let racism get in my way that's that's not real that's that's a what does he say that's like a mental trap or something like that but he's like that's real that's real shit kanye what you're gonna let someone else's problem someone else's construct get in the way of you 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 you're a bad motherfucker how could you do that fuck someone else's shit and that's what all this comes down to all of this stuff we're talking about it's all other people's shit and the idea is is not allowing other people's shit to influence you in any way right you base and that means you've got to become impervious to the good and the bad all right you've got to be be able to like hear people saying negative shit about you and not care but you've also got to be able to hear people saying like really good shit about you and similarly not care because they're both traps you know uh people say nice shit to me all the time on uh, the internet at the moment and it's wonderful and i really appreciate it and it's nice to have a general temperature that, that there's people who enjoy it but if i i can't get caught up in that I'll, like because it'll fucking destroy me and i'll start like uh thinking that things i do that aren't good or good or whatever and stuff of that nature you know and like there is such a thing as constructive criticism and uh you need to be able to differentiate constructive criticism from hating you know and uh you need to be able to differentiate support from like blind adulation which is which is as as useless as as haterism so like you kind of got to be able to just be like all right this is my mission this is what i'm doing this i'm doing this because this is what i really believe this is my actual moral foundation this is this is my these are my rules this is my code so I'm going to do it regardless. And that way, like, you know, because someone could, you could hear all sorts of shit going, oh, you shouldn't be doing this because this X, Y reason. But if you've got a code, if you've got a foundation of truth, uh, you will not be tricked to deviate, you know? <laughs> Speaking of being tricked into deviating, I just glance at the chat. Eccentric naturalist says, Akira, are your nipples asymmetrical? See? Fucking internet. God damn it, internet. Uh, 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 yeah, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. I don't, I don't measure these goddamn things. So anyway, yeah. So basically, the, the, the stay focused. The, the main tenets of staying focused is a bit like other things that we've discussed previously. In order to stay focused, you need the mission to be clear. You need clarity of purpose. And, you know, this as a big topic, we can talk. We've talked partly about it, but we can talk about that. But... In order to stay on the path, you need to build up this superpower. And the superpower is ignoring other people's bullshit and not allowing it to affect you emotionally. All right. And that means you have to be in control of your emotions also, which is to do with, as we were talking about previously, being mindful, being able to differentiate yourself from your thoughts, being able to step out of yourself and look down upon what's going on and, uh, and acting always acting always rationally and going okay does what i'm about does this align with my core values does this align with my mission what i'm doing now what i'm about to do i've been playing red dead lately and like there's a thing you can do in a video game right which you don't i wasn't initially doing like some some bandits would set upon me i'd be like oh fuck quick shoot shoot at the bandit or whatever and i was like oh no i just shot someone i didn't need to shoot that was a nice person guess what you can do 
whenever anything happens in Red Dead, you can press pause. And then you go, okay, what's really going on here? Hmm. You can do that in life. You can do that in everything. You can do that in life. You can go, hang on. Hmm. Is what I should I is this what I think? Is this me thinking? Is this some other stuff? You can do it in pretty much every situation. You can slow down time in that regard. You can these thoughts and things, you can do them very quickly. And you can you can adjust time in order to be able to do that. And the more you do it, the more it will work. Alright? The more you try, the, the the more you work this muscle, the stronger it will get and it'll become like second nature. It'll become habitual. So that's what you need to do, brothers and sisters. But that's what I do. That's what I'm working on. That's what I'm working on. Like I always say, by the way, all of this stuff, like I ain't perfect on all of this. I'm getting a lot better. I'm getting way, way better. There's certain stuff now that's just naturally happening and that's really exciting. I've turned certain stuff into habit. Doesn't mean I don't have shitloads of work to do. Because I flipping do, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I do. Akira just equated intermittent meditation to pausing a game. Mind blown, says Tel Karis. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's lessons to be learned in everything. What's Tucker says, Akira, you are doing good things for people. Stay focused. People need this message. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you guys for being here. All of you guys are really, really helping me stay focused, by the way. I've been, like, mega focused since February. It's not that long. You know what I mean? Like, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Well, I have to count my fingers like a, like a noob child. <laughs> Yo, I'm nine months deep into this hyper-productivity, super-focused thing. All right? And, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, YouTube Hero Alex, what venues do you DJ at again? Yeah, well, I meant to mention this earlier, by the way, when I was saying come see me at a show. If you're in Los Angeles, you can see me every Saturday at No Vacancy. You can see me every Sunday at Good Times at Davey Wayne's, and you can usually see me on Fridays at Madam Siam. Here's the thing, right? If you want to come out and see me, chuck me a DM. I would also say join the Discord. That's the best way to contact me. Chuck me a DM, and uh, I'll put you on the guest list. All right? How about that? You just let me know. There were some people down the other week, and like someone was telling me, the bartender was saying that they were like a bit shy to come and say hi to me. They didn't want to distract me or whatever. I'm like, yo, fuck that, man. Come say hi. I'd love to meet all of you. Come say hi and hit me up in advance. I'll put you on the fucking guest list so then you, have to, you don't have to queue outside like a noob. All right? Yo, Multiverse Media Space. Thank you for the super chat. Says, can we discuss how you can take on the positive traits of the ones you love and help each other to break the habits that have you busy dying and not busy living and bringing solutions to the world? Yo. Yo. When you say take on the positive traits of the ones you love, like, you mean adopt them, right? And when you say uh, help each other break the habits, have you busy dying and not busy living and bringing solutions to the world, well, it's obvious what that means, right? And here's how you do this. And this is something I've been uh, really, I need to get way better at, and I'm trying, I'm trying, all right? And it's been working in some aspects of my life, but it's like, it's, it's basically, it's, it's the positive reinforcement thing, right? And it's like, when you see, you basically, it's like you pet, the first part of the question is to do with uh, paying attention. So when I was saying earlier about the pause game thing, it's not just like paying attention to yourself. It's not just pay, looking in yourself, going, all right, what should I, what's my values or whatever. It's paying attention to everything else. And it's particularly paying attention to other people and the people you're talking to, whether it's new people you're meeting, their story, 
it's like listening to them listening to their story not just thinking about oh yeah that happened to me once huh. you know and like you know with your partners or whatever your loved ones your wife your husband your your child is doing that with them and when you notice like great things in them I notice this with my wife and kid a lot nowadays and I'm really paying attention and like my wife does some amazing shit and like has some really very smart ways of looking at the world and smart ways of of uh, interacting with the world and dealing with things that I don't have and I've been noticing that in her and I, the more I notice it the more I then notice when I'm lacking it so the more you notice in others and the more you pay attention in others to the positive aspects of them the more you will then notice if they're lacking in yourself and then you can apply them to yourself if you're doing this thing of like stepping outside paying attention you know and, uh, and the same works in the other direction you know so if you notice something negative in another person basically the worst thing you can do is go oh yo that thing you that's a fucked up thing you're doing kind of like I said earlier and it's the thing I have to keep reminding myself if you notice something negative in another person usually you can apply that to yourself usually you can find yourself doing it so therefore if you want to if you want to positively influence another person to not do the negative thing stop doing it yourself and notice where you do it and kind of make a point of uh, of like I'm not doing this anymore you know what I mean someone said something earlier like I don't know someone said it I can't remember but it's like when you're with your children if they're exhibiting behavior you dislike first thing you want to do is go well do i do this and usually you do usually it's something you're doing so like you kind of basically you have to not do it and you kind of need to find notice if you're doing it around them be like oh shit i'm doing that thing this thing i'm just do just did that's a shitty that's a bad thing i need to not be doing that rather than yo you just did a fucked up thing i don't like that thing you did be like wait for when you do it and then notice and then don't do it and then point out that you're not doing it like in some fashion that that would be the best way to help them because like people get defensive as hell i do people be like yo oi kira you just did that fucked up thing like fuck you how dare you how dare you even talk to me i'm working out here i'm trying to be the best version of me how dare you say i did something that wasn't good five minutes later oh yeah yeah that was that was a shit thing but like that's what people do people are defensive naturally Get like not being defensive is a fucking superpower, and I don't have it yet. You know, it's a it's a thing to work on. It's a thing I'm definitely working on, but I ain't got it yet. So like, yeah, the best thing to do, I would I would say, is is to uh, both things. Like, notice what's good in other people, then notice where it's lacking in you, and apply it. And then when you notice things in other people that you don't like, go well, where where does that happen in me? You'll find it pretty quickly if you're being honest with yourself. If you're being really honest with yourself, you will find it, and then fucking fix it in yourself first. That's what I would say. So there. Um, yes. How are we doing here? Yeah, we've got we've got uh, we've got like a little bit of time to answer some questions at the end of this session here. Uh, let's have a look. How are you doing, Instagram gang? Lovely. Nice to see you. Uh, yeah. What's going on in the YouTube land? Tom Wonderlin. What up, Tom Wonderlin? What up, Jack Locke? What up, James Atkins? James Atkins says, I need to build my focus muscle. Maybe there's some exercises or games I can play, I can play to practice. Yeah, there are. One of them is, is um, focus. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I would really recommend Red Dead Redemption. It's a great game. And uh, yeah. Apply that to real life. Start doing, start doing, when you're playing this game, right, when some shit occurs, rather than just diving into it, pause, consider, pause, consider. 
And just keep doing that until, uh, you know, you think you've really got a handle of the situations, you recognize the situations. Then you can try reacting and see if you react correctly. And if you don't react correctly, go back to pausing. So basically until you've got a thing really intuited and made into a habit, you want to keep going, keep being aware. And you also want to check habits, you know, habitually make it a habit to check your habits, right? Because you could have adopted some shit once or you could have got one that's wrong or the world could have changed a bit and your habits need updating. I would say, yeah. When you realize your own hypocrisy, says Telecrisis, uh, you have two choices. Humble yourself or put the blinders on and get rage. Exactly. 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 And humbling yourself is always the good option. It's always the right thing to do. Humbling yourself is always the right thing to do. Just as uh, making the uh, hard decision, that's always the right thing to do. If you ever faced with a decision and one of them seems harder than the other, that's probably the right one. If like, you know, uh, here's a thing that I forgot to mention within the society thing of distraction. At this time of year, particularly in America, I've noticed society says slow down. Society says slow down. It's the holiday season. It's only a couple months of the year left. You know, just chill out and like, you know, then restart next year. Next year is going to be your year, right? Every year it's like people around this time of year, they're like, all right, next year is our year, boys. Boys, 2016 is our year. 2017 is our year. 2019 is our year. Uh, a year is such a fucking arbitrary measurement. It's such a weird thing to go out and you're like, oh, this one, there's only two months left. It's done. Let's just chill out now. Restart then. Bullshit. Bullshit. One, two months is a fucking large percentage of a year. That's a big-ass portion of a year. If I was to say to you, oh, do you know what, why don't you take off January and February and just, like, you know, wait till March and then get going, that would sound retarded. That would sound insane. That would sound ridiculous. It's just as ridiculous to say, hey, let's chill out October, November, December. Let's not. Let's not. Let's use this as an opportunity to go harder. Hey, all right. You've got a couple months left. One, I would say that's a large amount of time that you could do a lot with. Uh, it doesn't matter. People in America, they'll be like, yeah, but other people stop working. You know, like, oh, the music industry slows down. Oh, like people stop booking gigs or this, that, shit. Whatever, whatever aspect of life it is. So what? That's an opportunity for you to go hard, right? And get ahead of other motherfuckers. Lazy motherfuckers who are going to go to sleep for two months. What are you, a bear? What are you, like a part-time bear who got to hibernate for a couple of months? Right. And then just like and then they're not even like, right, let's get going in January. They're like, oh, mid-January. Oh, shut up. Shut up. All right. You. Oh, it annoys me. But this really is an opportunity for those that wish to get ahead and be great and be the best versions of themselves to really prove that shit. All right. Now's a great time. And, uh, you know, I, I sober Octobered. I didn't realize it was that. I stopped drinking a couple of weeks before October. And uh, that's been a bit tricky in the, my line of work. Everyone's a fucking drunk. Everyone's drinking. Everyone wants to celebrate with a shot at every juncture. And some people start to distrust you if you're not doing that. Or like all this stuff we've been saying. But I stuck to it. And I'm sticking to it now. Because when it, it was kind of easy during October. People were trying to give me drinks. I'd be like, ah, sober October. And like now I'm like, yeah, sober October. Continuing. <laughs> I'm fucking keeping going, baby. Because I've got shit to do tomorrow. All right, I've got shit to do tomorrow. And if I have a shot now, that takes like 25 minutes off to me tomorrow, maybe more. If I have two, whatever. All right, so like stick to your fucking guns if you got some. And uh, don't let other people's shit fucking drag you down. And uh, fuck other people's ideas of seasonal activity rates. Society, if you live in a, you know, if you go live in, in Honolulu, 
Like they can have some different times of year where they're like chill out. Fuck all of them, right? Respect, you know, respect cultures and shit of that nature. I I call a pavement a sidewalk now because I live in America. All right. Uh, I think it's important to uh, adjust to a society and integrate yourself as best you can. But do not let that society dictate your whole life to the point where you're being a lazy bum for two, three months of the year. That's fucking stupid. That's disrespectful to you, your ancestors, and everyone who fought and died so that you may be here at this fucking incredible period of human potential. God damn it. God damn it. Yo. Uh, yeah, anyway, so that's what I think about that stuff. <laughs> uh, with regards to, I had some questions to answer, didn't I? Um, James Von Atkins said, you said last week it's good to know what's going on with the news. But for me, that can be anywhere from checking my Facebook occasionally, binging six hours of political news and podcasts. Ben Shapiro, Tim Pool, BBC, Google searches. Until I feel anxious and depressed, how do we find a balance? Could abstinence be best for me if this is an addiction? Well, here's one clue. If you're feeling anxious and depressed, you might want to stop. (laughs) (laughs) If you're feeling anxious and depressed, you might have gone too deep. Maybe that's the time to pull back. You know what I mean? If you're playing Red Dead Redemption and your eyes start crossing and, and you start like... If you start having dreams about about massacring 40 policemen from a hilltop like I did last night, uh, maybe it's time to chill out a bit. Like I said, it's fuck everything in fucking moderation. But like, you are basically the thing with news and all that stuff is you want a working knowledge of the cultural temperature. Here's what I would say. If you can step into a bar and you can freestyle a conversation with a person about the world right now, that's all you need. You don't need to know the infinite intricate detail of every fucking thing you need to be able to like you know work on a on a sort of comp bar conversational level and i like you know what i would always say also say is like if you could get hold of a newspaper from this time last year or just do a google search for news on this day a year ago right how much of that stuff is relevant now how much of that stuff actually made any difference to your life I would say, I mean, I, I would hazard a guess that it would be fucking minuscule. I would hazard a guess that it was like, you know what I mean? Not much. And that will give you a clue as to how much of it you really need in your life. All right. Like I said, it's different if you've got a job that depends on this stuff. It's different if you're like, I'm doing a social experiment right now and I need to know what's going on. But I would say for the most part, you could reduce... We could, you could reduce your intake significantly and uh, not have any ill effects and actually have positive effects. And I would say, why don't you try experimenting? Be fucking mindful of what you're doing, man. Right? Like, say, how much time am I actually spending looking at the news? How much time am I spending looking at cultural war shit on Twitter? Pay attention, all right? Then experiment with cutting down and see how you feel. Has there been any negative reactions? No. All right, stick to it. Let's fucking do some more next week and see how we go. Just all ABT, always be testing in everything in life, right? Being fucking cognizant and aware of what you're doing with your time on this earth is just necessary, man, because it's fucking precious. I've said this before, but you would not randomly lob your money around. And time is more valuable resource than money. You have a very, you you just, you have a completely limited amount of time on this earth. You only have so many breaths. Money's different, man. You could make a billion dollars. You don't know. 
right? But uh, and you would not fucking throw your money around. You wouldn't let someone step up to you on the, on the street and start an argument with you. Would you stand there and argue with them all day, or would you fucking be like, nah, bitch, I got shit to do. I'm afraid. Go shout at that old guy over there. I got shit to do right now, but people do that on the internet all the time. They're oh shit. Oh, do you know what? Let me surrender my what I'm doing today and just argue with this moron about some fucking some fucking culture war shit that won't even matter next week. They won't even matter by 8 p.m. All right? So, uh, try that. I've been doing this thing that I found an app so I could uh, look at the world through other people's eyes on Twitter so I can say, uh, and uh, my homie Christian from 1791, I cloned his Twitter, and I occasionally, because he's, he's very plugged into the news, he's really plugged into the news, right? So I occasionally look at his Twitter just to see what life is like through his eyes. And oh my God, oh my God, it's a wonder he can fucking speak. His Twitter, his Twitter stream is an absolute nightmare of just like contemporary American political bullshit. is fucking terrifying, man. It's like, how do you live? How do you function? Oh God, bless you. You know, so you can dip in and out of that shit if you want. But I would say, you know, build a world for yourself that's sustainable and makes you feel good, and makes you the best, helps you to be the best version of yourself. That's what you want to do. You want to be the best version of yourself and you live in a fucking historic sci-fi universe in which you can do you have tools where you can do that so use those tools all right use those tools and uh yeah one more question then we out of here one more question then we out of here motherfuckers one more question and we're done yes we am yes we am yes we am oh and uh instagram ended bye bye instagram okay yeah um did I miss any super chats or anything? I don't think I did. My wife just texted me and said, no spoilers. I don't know what she's referring to. So The Walking Dead. I don't give a fuck if I spoil The Walking Dead for you. Guess what? Here's me. What's the opposite of spoiling? Saving? Let me save The Walking Dead for you. Don't watch that shit. <laughs> Do something useful. Do something... Anything, anything would be more useful. You could watch a fucking dusty corner of the room get slightly more dusty. That would be more edifying. For your soul! Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, final question. What was the final question? Fenrir, Fenrir, here you go. I tend to lose focus because of excessive self-criticism of my work. How do I push through that voice telling me I'm shit? Especially when it's correct. Well, that's a good question. That's a good question, Fenrir. And you know what? I think we'll answer this next week. On Ask Akira 25. How to win the war with yourself. I think I'm going to call it that. That's what it's going to be about next week. We're going to be discussing the only war that matters. And that's the war with yourself. It's a war you're going to be fighting every day of your life. Until you die. Because the day that war is done, that's the day you die. There is no plateau, brothers and sisters. There is no fucking plateau. There's not going to be a point where you're like, do you know what? Shit's kind of chill and easy now. No. No. Not if you're living a life worth living. You're going to be at war with yourself till you die, baby. And we're going to talk about that next week on Ask Akira. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. In the meantime, thank you for being here. I've been Akira the Don. You've been a bad motherfucker and I appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. This has been Don Studios. Shouts out to everyone who's on the wave, who's in the wave, who's engaged in the wave. The wave is fucking becoming a tsunami and it's thanks to you. It's thanks to you. Oh my god, thank you very much for being here. Thank you to YouTube hero Alex for uh, moderating out here in moderator land. Thanks to all the moderators. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Synapsion. 
you bad motherfuckers you uh thank you to all the patrons thank you to everyone on patreon helping me like make the equipment a bit better week by week month by month and get the shit going shouts out mr pickle says great talk thank you akira thank you shouts out to everyone in the youtube chat i love you guys you bad motherfuckers there's going to be a premiere tomorrow on the youtube for the source wave radio album source wave radio volume one album um don't forget it's meaning wave monday every monday on uh, Source Wave Radio. Hit me with your ideas. Shouts out to the man Neotic. That bad, bad, bad motherfucker runs one of the greatest YouTube channels for music there is. One of the greatest uh, lo-fi and wave music resources. He's a bad, bad, bad motherfucker. And, I, and, and yo, he does great work. So yeah, shouts out to all of you guys. Thank you for being here. Join the Discord. Let me know what you want to see here. Let me know what waves you want to hear. Let me know what you want on Source Wave Radio trying to make that as good as possible like i said is meaning wave monday every monday on there i'm thinking of doing other themed days if you have ideas let me know all right uh i'm gonna go and uh i'm now gonna uh, insert a new hard drive in my mac pro that was paid for by the patrons you bad motherfuckers thank you and while i'm doing that while that's doing i'll be able to do some work on the macbook pro that was donated by a patron holy shit what a time to be alive what a time to be alive uh, so yeah, thank you for being here. We'll be back. Uh, oh yeah, and the podcast is now on Spotify, by the way. Podcast is everywhere now, and it's on the Spotify. So uh, yeah, you can you can subscribe there on iTunes and all over the place. And you know you should, you should, because uh, this is the best community on the internet. You guys are the fucking best. And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find my OBS to switch this shit up. Boom! Bless up, guys.